contention no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Shall we please bow down our heads for a word of prayer? Father, we thank you for your faithfulness and your loving kindness. We commit this service into your hands. We ask of your spirit and your grace to take over. In Jesus' name, I call it done. Amen. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Luke chapter number 5. Luke chapter number 5 reason why we have to launch out into the deep is that i sense in the environment and the atmosphere that there is coming a harvest say a harvest there is coming a breakthrough in the lives of people such as they have never ever experienced before god is going to open other areas of your life that you have no idea of it's going to open other areas of your business that you have no clue it's going to open other areas of supply that you have never thought of certain ideas you have never ever thought of god is going to drop it into your spirit some of you are going to receive fresh revelations concerning your business fresh revelation into even virgin areas that nobody has entered into the lord is leading you into those areas that if you don't take care you will no, you'll be scared to step there because what God is going to show you will be bigger than what you know and some are coming to try your faith because it's going to be so huge that you may think you are not able to do it but God wants you to know that he who showed you is also able to take you through it so in launching into the deep is for you going beyond the level you are acquainted with going beyond what you are familiar with, going beyond what is the status quo. You are breaking or stretching beyond the normal. Because it is you stretching beyond the normal, that is when you can be able to fulfill this thing that God is bringing your way. Nobody becomes anything if the person stays within what is already known. Everybody becomes something when he's ready to go beyond what he already knows. And this is what I sense God doing in this few months before the year ends. That there are certain wells that are going to open for people. Some areas you have no idea of. But God will be leading you into those areas. If you're a businessman, you need to be very flexible. You see, in launching out into the deep, you can never be rigid. You have to be very flexible. Because flexibility will lead you into those areas where you have not tapped into. And I see God's seriously leading you into those areas don't be scared and don't be afraid because god will not disgrace you he's just leading you into areas where your life is going to be something else you are going to see the benefit of god more than what you have taught you are going to see the hand of god more than what you have even expected but the key thing here is that you just have to be flexible tell the person be flexible tell the person be flexible so launch out into the deep in other words, you are saying to yourself that the time has come for me to go beyond what I used to do. To go beyond what I used to know. To go beyond what I even expect. I am digging other areas or I am stretching into other areas. Can I hear an amen? 
From verse number one, he said, So it was as the multitude pressed about him, talking about Jesus, who has a need, and was sharing the word of God, and went to the lakeside of Gennesaret, and they had an encounter with four fishermen. And let's see how the four fishermen's life turned around. He said, So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. God always have need. And people will always be looking forward to hear the word of God. The word of God is life. The word of God comes to turn our life. In fact, when you don't have anything to do and you have the word of God, you can do all things. Amen. It takes the word of God to change your circumstance. It takes the word of God to change your destiny. It takes the word of God to change the story concerning you. All of us, once upon a time, we had an encounter with the word of God. And today we sit here to say we are believers. Or without the word of God, we cannot be where we are. And these people were pressing about to hear the word of God. The, the greatest wisdom you can ever have is always to push forward to always have the word of God. Because the word of God, why will people press? When you hear people pressing towards anything, it therefore tells you that the people are looking for something. Amen. And anything that is valuable, people will press towards it. In other words, what this means to us is that if there is anything we should search for, if there is anything we should go for, apart from our married money, whatever, the word of God should always be the number one in our life. It is good to do whatever you are doing in life, be it business, be it education, be it marriage, be it career, whatever area of your life. It is good to pursue it, but one thing you should not let it go out of your life is the word of God. Because when everything fails, it will be the word of God that will sustain you and carry you. When your friends are not there, it will be the word of God. When everything does not work, the word of God is what will carry you on. So you need the word of God in every area of your life, no matter what you are doing. Tell a person you need the word of God. The day you take the word of God out of anything you are doing, that day you are surrounding what you are doing to die. But as far as the word of God is there, it doesn't matter what comes against you, you will still succeed. You will still succeed. So the multitude were pressing about to hear the word of God. And he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two boats standing by the lake. Jesus will always see what others are not seeing. God can see in your life who you are. But others can see failure, but God can see success. I'm here to tell somebody today, don't ever look down upon yourself or whatever you are doing. You see, my first challenges in whatever you are doing and what you are putting it together, but that does not mean that you are a failure. Can I hear an amen? Sometimes you might, listen, I tell the morning service that no matter how you fast and pray, Challenges and problems are inevitable. They will come. There is no life without trouble. Jesus will always see what others do not see. He saw two boats standing by the lake. And said the fishermen had gone from there and were washing their nets. They never came to tell Jesus that they have left that boat and they were washing their net. But Jesus saw that that boat was standing there. Yes, out of the boat there was nothing. But Jesus was seeing in the boat an instrument he can use to reach out to the multitude. Your life is like a boat. You are probably stepped out of your life. You are saying that my life is not heading anywhere. Everything around me is becoming gloomy. I cannot penetrate through in any area. But I have a good news for you. God wants you to know something. It does not matter what you are going through. The Lord still cares about your boat. Tell the person, the Lord cares about your boat. 
It might be your business. Your business might be struggling. You are, you have got it to a point that you are not seeing any beauty in the business. God sent me to declare to you, in that same business, life will come forth. In that same relationship, life will come forth. In that same thing you are doing, life will come forth. Because Jesus or God will always see something good in your life. In fact, do you know that our parents will even give up on their children? But God does not give up on us. No matter what we go through, God still have an expectation for us. That is why the prodigal son can leave his father, took away the money, went to a far country, blew it, live anyhow. But whilst he was away, the father was still looking out. Because he has an expectation that one day my son will come back to me. Listen to you, God never gives up on any of us. He always believes that something good will come out of our lives. He believes in the drunkard by the street. He believes in the prostitute. He believes in the arm robber. He believes in the thief. He believes in whatever. He believes in the witch. He believes in the juju man. He believes that one day all of them will turn back and come to him. So he never closes the door on anybody. That is why God always has chances for us. In fact, it doesn't mean he has a second chance. It is not a second chance because if it's a second chance, then it means that when I blew it, I will not have another chance again. God gives you an everlasting chance until you close your eyes. Men can easily give up on you. Men easily give up on you. In fact, men can only associate with you when everything is okay. But men can easily give up on you when you don't even expect them to give up on you. When men say they are with you, be careful. Are you there with me? Because you see, men love by condition. The love of man is conditional. But the love of God is not conditional. When God says, I will be with you to the end of the world. He's not saying he's only going to be with you in good times. He's also with you in bad times. Oh, you're not hearing me. A man one day was chatting with the Lord. And he said to the Lord, that I go through things and I don't see you. And the Lord said, wait a minute, you are making a mistake. So the Lord showed him a vision of the seashore. And in the seashore, he saw four legs, which supposedly means the two people are walking. But at a certain point, he saw only two legs. He didn't see the four. So then he asked the Lord, what is the meaning of the four and the meaning of the two? And the Lord said, listen, the four is symbolic that I was walking with you. And we're talking. The two is when you entered into challenging times. I carried you. You did not walk. Your feet did not touch the problem. I walked through the problem and I was holding you in my hands. And sometimes you might not understand it and you might not know what you see as a problem is not a problem. The real problem, God has dealt with it. The fire can burn you because there's a steam in the fire. But when God takes away the steam, what passes by you is not a fire anymore. That is why when you go through the fire, I'll be with you. In other words, he never forsakes you and he never abandons you. I am here to tell somebody, no matter what you face, no matter what you go through, in any time of your life, remember the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. 
it doesn't matter. I don't care how you describe your situation. I don't care how mountainous or hilly or valleys or whatever it will be like. I know one thing for sure that if the Lord is with me in the boat, there is nothing that can take place. Listen, Jesus was in the boat. Once the disciples were having the stormy situation and stormy situations will come in your life. It will come in your marriage. It will come in your circumstance. It will come in your business. Men can easily change anytime. Your husband can change within a split of second. Your wife can change within a split of second. Your boss can change within a split of second. Your pastor can change within a split of second. But God is unchangeable because when God makes his mind towards you, he doesn't care whether you fail or you made it. Whether you blew it or you didn't blew it. He loves you till the end because he trusts in one thing that no matter what happens, he is there to see you through it. Can you trust him? He is God. He understands. Sometimes you can tell man that you don't understand what I'm going through. But you can't tell God, God, you don't understand. If the Lord does not understand, then who understands? I am here this afternoon to encourage somebody. I'm here to tell somebody. I don't know who you are, but I feel in my spirit that you need to be encouraged. I am here to tell someone. It doesn't matter what storms you might find. You just have to know that there is a captain in the boat with you. You see, sometimes you feel like you are alone. Am I talking to somebody here? But listen to me, you are not alone. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That word is an internal promise. It's an internal promise. And you see, sometimes when you don't expect help will come, that is when help comes. This boat has abandoned their boat and they were washing their neck because life issues have become difficult for them. There is no way they can fix it. But when they have no hope, that is when God appeared. I am here to announce to somebody, in your hopelessness, God will appear. In your challenging time, God will appear. In difficult times, you will see God. If nothing is working, trust the Lord because in him, there will be salvation. They were washing their net. To wash your net means to give up. They have given up because there is no solution to whatever they are going through. You might not have solution for the problem, but God has solution for it. He said they've gone out from them and were washing their net. And the verse number three says, then he got into one of the boats. One of the boats. The boats that have been abandoned. The life that has been abandoned. The job that has been abandoned. The business that has been abandoned. The marriage that has been abandoned. He said, give it to me and let me show you something. Because you see, anything that you don't see fruitfulness in, God can take it and produce something fruitful. Tell somebody, tell the person, fruitfulness is in your life. (laughs) Isn't it so funny that sometimes you look at yourself and you don't even have hope for yourself? Sometimes we pretend everything is alright, but you know it's not alright. Because you see, life of humanity is that is such that we always have to present a face. And so sometimes we force it or we fake it. Because if I don't look cheerful, people will know what I'm going through. So sometimes there's a need for me to pretend. But you see, behind the makeup is tears. Behind the makeup is the skeleton. But I just want you to know it's alright. Amen. But one thing you should be assured of is that God knows and understands. Amen. Amen. God knows and understands. So he sat in that boat. That which is abandoned, he sat into it. And that, that one belongs to Simeon. The question you should ask is that there were two boats that were packed. 
Why didn't he use the other one but he went to that of Simeon? Because before eternity, Simeon had an appointment with God. Before you came to church, God already was waiting for you. Before you were born, the Lord has plans for your life. It does not matter where you were coming from or what was happening to you. God had plans for you already before this time. So you are not late. Tell the person you are not late. Tell the person you are not late. So, so God has a plan for your life. And the plan of God for you, no man knows. Because Bible says it has not entered into the heart of man. Nor the ears of man what God has in store for you. Sometimes you think you know what God has for you. But what you know God has for you is little as compared to what God has for you ahead. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 or plus 233-249-39-3361 Email us revismila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. If I should ask you right now, What God is going to do for you within the next few minutes, do you know it? Hello? Do you know that for how far you have gotten to, maybe you are 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, or 50, whatever. But do you know that the years you have covered and what you have had or gone through is less as compared to what lies ahead of you? Oh, come on. Am I talking to somebody here? Reason why you don't need to give up because you fail or something happened to you is the fact that what lies ahead of you is more than what you have covered. Don't let the enemy deceive you to let you know that you failed so that is the end. Don't let the enemy deceive you that once upon a time this happened so that is the end because you have better days ahead than what you have seen. If you make a mistake to say you want to kill yourself, you will regret it tomorrow. I'm telling you. If you make a mistake to give up, you will regret it tomorrow. Because sometimes some people get closer to their miracle and run away. Because they could not endure. Bible said that he told them, he said when he sat into one of the boats, which was Simeon, he asked him to put out a little from the land. Sometimes you need to push a little. I was telling you before I left. Sometimes you need to push a little. Some of you don't want to challenge yourself. Because you got to a point and things were not happening. So you decided to give up. There is the need for you to push a little. There is the need for you to look good. There is the need for you to appear good. There is the need for you to look nice. Listen, I was telling the morning service. Don't let anybody stress you. Hello? Do you know how old I am? Who can tell me my age? 25 years. Because you know my date of birth. Amen. 
I can play under 17 now. Because my boots is still there. Do you know I was a very good footballer? I play alongside Siki Akono and all those guys. My boot is still there. And those days we played at this thing, you saw me. And now that I'm even training, one of these days we'll go onto the field, you'll see the skills. Some of you, when I stood into the track with you right now, you'll be gasping. You might be 18 years, 15 years, but you cannot. I remember at Airwalk, ICGC Games, a young guy came and was jumping. A senior was there. He told me, he said, this guy, watch him. Because I was a long distance runner. And I was a sprint runner also. And I do four by 400. And we're doing 100 meters. He thought he's met somebody he can beat. By the time we took off, he pulled a muzzle and he was down and I was going. (laughs) One of the things I have said to myself that I will not let anybody stress me. I'll be 45 years very soon. I look young. If I tell you, you will not believe. Somebody asked me, are you a small boy or a big man? I said, I'm anybody. Because the more I grow, the more I look younger. The kind of things I go through and what I carry, I shouldn't look like this. But there is one thing I want you to know is that I have vowed and purpose that you will not stress me and nobody will stress me. Because I trust in the Lord. Because listen, life, whether you like it or not, will come with stress and will come with challenges. You can choose what you make a bus stop in your life and what you make a transit in your life. Choose what will help you a bus stop and choose what will not help you a transit. Sometimes some of the things, let them transit and go. Because listen, some of them, no matter what you will do, you can't solve it. Some of us, we waste, you waste your time. I like Peter and his guys. They realize they can't cut their fish again. The best is that they have to leave their canoe and come and wash their net. Forgot to take care of it. Some of you, you are forcing to fix some things that you cannot fix. And that is why you are frustrated. Some of the times, leave the problem, go to sleep. By the next day, the problem will solve itself. Solve itself. Jesus said, which of you when he worries can add one string of hair to his hair? Which of you, some of you, you worry yourself unnecessarily. Some of you, you are fasted on problems and you are fasted and God is saying, I never intended to deal with this problem. You are fasting and killing yourself. You fasted and you have gotten ulcer. And here the thing is like Mount Everest is standing before you. Because God never intended you to to pass through the mountain. He wanted you to go around the mountain. He wanted you to apply wisdom and not fasting. Hello. It's important for you to understand that life is in phases. There are things you can deal with. That is why St. Francis of Assisi said that God give me the strength to deal with the things that I can deal with. And give me the strength to walk through the things that I cannot deal with. Because in life, whether you like it or not, there are things you can deal with and there are things you can't deal with. Until the Jesus came, until John the Baptist came, the demon has been there. We have been binding the demons and chesting it out. In fact, if the demons you have stopped being binding, by now you will not have anything to bind. Oh, are you there with me? Am I talking to somebody? Sometimes Christians, we get to a point we become so spooky. Hello? And we don't understand that life, God wants us to move with the spirituality and he also wants us to move with wisdom. 
But sometimes we put the wisdom brain box somewhere and we always go, close. so we are hitting the thing. We are hitting. Then we are standing there. Hitting me. I don't care. I will be there hitting. Listen, there are times you need to make a detour and there are times you need to give a break because God is up to something in your life. You should know when to quit. You should know when to press on. You should know when to say it's enough. You should know when to say I am going on. Sometimes you have to understand when God is speaking. You have to understand. You have to understand. They went with the boat. They caught nothing. In that sea. They would have stayed on. There are some of you who will stay on that sea and you will still be roaming around and wasting your fuel. You'll be wasting your fuel when you need to pack. Some of you, you are where you are up to today. You are not moving on anyway because of the companies you are keeping. And because of the things you are doing. You are killing yourself and yet you are there. They left it. You see, sometimes retreat is important for reinforcement. I said retreat is what? For what? For reinforcement. Sometimes you need to take a break and prepare yourself to deal with the issue. Sometimes the issue can blind you to the extent that you cannot deal with it. So you need to have a retreat. That is why sometimes you have to get to a point if you're a businessman or you are a married person or you are doing something there comes a time sometimes you don't sleep on your bed, you have to move into the city room. Shut all the television down. It is not time for you to pray. It is time for you to reflect. So whilst you are reflecting, your thought it loose for you to Juggle ideas around. And that is where you have the answers to what you are looking for. Sometimes there's a need for you to check into a hotel somewhere. Alone. Lock the door. Get up in the evening. Come and sit by the pool if it's at the beach side. And sometimes it's good to have a beach serene. Sit there. And maybe there is a nice cool jazz being played. Go and chuck in the corner and be listening to the music. See the birds fly. Go into an environment which you are distressed. And it will help you to think better. You come back and you are able to strategize in your business areas. You are able to strategize in whatever you are doing. Some of you, you work, work, work without even taking vacation. So all the times you are stressed, the same four walls of your room so you are always having challenges and complaints sometimes even most of the marital stress is not as an issue of a demon it's because you are used to the one environment sometimes they need for you to have a break hello it's important for you to change the dynamics of your life to see where God can pick you listen if you allow God to take charge of your life You'll be patient enough to move him where he's taking you. And this happened, he said, so he sat in one and they pushed it a little. And then he taught the multitude from the boat.
He said, when he has stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. In other words, what he's telling Simeon and the others is that, listen, for all this while you are scratching the surface of the thing, but you are not tackling the root cause of it. Listen, anytime you strike the surface of a thing, it will come back hunting you. In life, don't deal with issues from the surface. Deal with it by the roots. Tell the person, deal with it by the roots. And not in the surface. You see, some of you, you deal with an issue here today. You thought it's finished. You move on and when you go to the next level of your life here, that thing you left there comes to meet you here. And you deal with it. Some of you, what you are dealing with did not start today. It started long ago. But the thing is that you never ever took your life serious to deal with some of them. So it's still chasing you. I tell the morning service that every question you have, the solution is already in you. How many of you know that? (laughs) If you are poor, the answer to your poverty is in you. So if you want to be rich, in you lies the answer of riches. If you want to be well, in you lies the answer of you being well. If you want to marry, in you lies the answer of marriage. Because God packaged us in a way that when he packaged us, he packaged the answer also in us. But the answer can only be revealed by us and not God. Hmm? So every day you are sitting there and complaining. You are postponing your future. Tell a person, launch out into the deep. Tell a person, launch out into the deep. If you solve the problem on the surface, you leave the scar. It's a scar. And anytime a scar, anything triggers the scar, the real wound will come out. But kill it from the roots so that the surface will also be free. Anytime you have a challenge, sit down. Disengage yourself from the challenge and see where the problem is and tackle it from the root jesus did not get entangled with simon and peter's problem he stood outside the problem and he said now i can provide the solution if you can never stand outside your problem you cannot find the solution to your problem tell the person all the time stand outside your problem tell the person stand outside your problem to find the solution. Sometimes you can easily be blinded or you can be biased. Hello? Do you know anything you complain about? You are the first culprit. Do you know a real thing? What you have problem about? You are the first cause. Hmm? Anything you complain about there are two things. One, you are complaining about it because you are guilty of it. One. Two, you have the solution to fix it. That is it. So, anytime you have any cause to complain about something, check yourself first. But the problem we have is that we always don't check ourselves first. We always will see, we see the problem in another person than seeing it in ourselves. The real thing of solving a problem is first seeing the problem in you then you can find the problem in another person. Because every problem starts from you.
You are a CEO and the company and the company is like, yes, before the company is you. When you find it, the others will also find their bearing. Jesus stood out and saw that these boats, the problem of the boat is that they were supposed to have launched out into the deep, but they were on the surface. You cannot find solution at the surface. You find solution in the deep. So for them to find a solution in the deep, they have to go inside. That is why for any big breakthrough or for anything that is supposed to do, you do what you call a research. Research. Any lazy research does not produce good findings. Those of you went to the university that you gathered your hypothesis sitting at home. Oh, you understand what I'm talking about? And then you, you analyze it and did your projection and gave it to the lecturer who was also in a hurry and marked it. Today, if you are going to do your PhD, you have problems. Because your research cannot be proven. Hello? But those that did it well and were marked under strict international observation put it into the system and they did the check. Some of you, you went and copied from certain website, bam, bam, and pasted it. And then you went through. But those that really did it and they put it in and they were able to detect which is copyright and everything and perjury and all that and they took it out and you did it well. If you stand, you produce it out of you. Anything you learned and you produce it yourself, you can reproduce it anywhere. So in the same vein, if you go through the mill, it prepares you to always duplicate what you have anywhere. ICGC Yahweh Temple, it was in me and today it is here. In the same vein, one day, anywhere I will stand, I can bring out more better ICGC Yahweh Temple than this. What can you give out? Ask somebody, what can you give out? Don't be satisfied where you are. You have to challenge yourself and move on to deeper waters. Because in deeper waters, we do business. If you want big fishes to catch, you can't get it on the seashore. You get them in deeper waters. But in deeper waters also, you are taking risk. Amen? You are taking risk. Don't ever, the girls have a proverb. They say you don't stand in a thorny area to remove thorns. Hello? You know a thorny area? How many of you have seen thorns before? You've encountered thorns. You enter into where thorns are and the thorns start stacking into your dress and everything. Then you are standing in the midst of it and then you are removing it. What you are saying to yourself that the more I remove, the more I attract more. But the best way and the wisest way to do is to step out into a playing field on an open field where you can easily take it off so that you can be free from Because in that place, what you are taking off is what drops. You don't enter into a new one. In the same vein, anytime you find solution, come out of the problem. Sometimes when you are angry, taking a deep breath. It is said that when you are angry, don't talk. Because you might not speak sensibly. Hello? Sometimes there's the need for you to pause. There's the need for you to have a break. If it has a workplace and you are making mistakes, making mistakes, and all those is what the wisdom is telling you is simple. That take a leave at least for three days. Go home. Your brain is tired. And go and rest. 
That is why when you are in school, they give you midterms. It is not for you to go to disco, it's for you to come and relax your brain. Hello? Am I talking to somebody here? He said, launch out into the tell the person, launch out into the deep. And let down your net for a catch. Jesus was not saying, I will launch into the deep for you and I will let down the net for you. You see, the problem we have in Christianity is that people think that Jesus should come and hold their hands. Let me show you. Come on. Jesus should hold their hands, lead them into the place, and then also carry them and put them there and then prepare the food and take the food and start feeding them. Say, so open your mouth, wow, then I'll feed you. Then you're feeding them. When they finish, say, have you finished it? He say, I finished it. He say, he cleans the mouth and then holds them again. Say, come and sit down. It doesn't work that way. Tell the person it doesn't work that way. Tell the person it doesn't work that way. Every faith principle is supposed to be proven. When God speaks something to you, he expects you to make a step. God will never ever make that step for you. So those of you that come to God and you expect that when God says he will prosper you, then it means that all of a sudden, the heavens open and prosperity falls on your left. Bam! I am prosperous. It never happens that way. So you can't be with Christ and be lazy. Some of you don't want to work. You don't want to submit. You don't want to do anything. You cannot be what you want to be in the same way. If you don't study, don't expect God to help you pass your exams. If you are not diligent at your workplace, you'll be fired and don't blame the boss as a demon. In the same vein, if you are not a faithful husband and a faithful wife, you have challenges as far as your marriage is concerned. Everything you are not doing right and you think prayer and fasting will solve it is a lie. Prayer and fasting builds your spiritual muscles. Hello? Isn't it funny that Christianity or Christians sometimes become irresponsible? Should I employ to go and work? They go to the workplace. Once they sit in the morning that they have to receive people. That is when they say they are doing their quiet time. Open a big Bible. And sitting by the Bible and be reading. And once clients come, you'll be waiting. I am having my Bible study. When I finish, then I will attend to you. The boss comes and sees it. And the boss talks about it. They say the boss is a demon. He doesn't understand Christianity. He didn't he say he's a Christian. Look at the way he's behaving. Oh. There are man hours for which you have been paid for. And there is the time you need to make to be with the God. So you have your quiet time at home and drive to the office and perform your office duties. Because as a child of God, you should know better how to do things. And not rather to be lazy. And then you will say, it is Christianity. It's important. We have to show the way. Jesus said, you launch out. I have shown you where to get it. God is saying, prepare your CV, pray, and go for an interview. You say, when I get there, come and teach me what I have to do. Once you are praying for the favor, you prepare yourself as well. Because listen, whether you like it or not, God will give you opportunity in life. All of us, tell the person, all of us, God will give you an opportunity. But you have to prepare for it. Sometimes we make God get disappointed. Can you imagine when God asks them to launch out into the deep and they don't even know how to cast the net? Yet the fish was waiting in the deep. 
What do you think is going to be the story? There are some of you. You will be at workplace. And then they are promoting you. The promotion comes. And now you get there and you messed up. Because you are the workplace, you are learning nothing. You can speak big tongues and dance more than anybody in the church. And you think speaking the tongues and dancing is the only thing that solves your problem. And you don't know that after speaking the tongues and dancing, you also need to feed your mind academically and use it in the profitability of your life so that you combine the spiritual and combine information. Who told you being a Christian means you should be not, you should not acquire knowledge? Hello? If you are a child of God, that is why you should be more knowledgeable. You need to go to school. You need to acquire information. You need to know certain things. Listen, if you are here and you don't have an email, go and get an email. And I'm serious. There are Christians who don't even have an email. And this is true. Yet they are praying and believing God for a breakthrough. So if God decides to send your blessing through the mail, how are you going to assess it? There are believers who are fasting and praying and looking for a job. But when you pick their CV, there is nothing on the CV. Their referee's contact number cannot even be contacted. Even the course area they said they studied, if you sit with them and you interview them concerning their course area, they have no clue, they have no idea. Yet they are looking for a job and they are fasting and praying in the church. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. There are those who are even praying, I want to marry. Pastor, pray for me. I want to marry. They are not learning how to cook or how to take care of a husband. They think being a marriage is to dress. So that one, they will present themselves nice and look good with nice shoes. And when they are walking, they walk with some swagger. As if the earth is even being going to, to swallow them. Taking gentle steps. And now they put a ring on their finger. You carry it and you know you have carried something into the house. You now have to have serious work. If you're a woman here, once you're praying for a husband, you have to learn how to cook. You are not saying an amen. amen. <laughs> Sometimes, some of the problem in the marriage is not anything. Cooking and sex. Don't be quiet on me. Don't be holy. Today I came. You, have, you don't know anything. You have not read about anything. All that you know is that you are crazy to marry. Marriage, 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 marriage. You have no information. You enter into it, you mess up. There are people who are looking for business. I want to be, I want to do business. I want to do this. They talk, but when the business comes, they cannot even do anything. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. Oh, what do you want to do, Pastor? Me, I want to be like Big Gates. So what do you want to do? I want to be the number one businessman. And I said, businessman, God is raising me. He said, I receive it. You don't just jump and receive it. After you receive it, you prepare for it. Businessman. And you can, you don't even know how to go on the net and source for information and, 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 and know how the stock market operates and know how business trend operates. And yet you say you want to do business. How are you doing that business? When they quote figures for you, you are confused. And yet you say you want to be CEO. 
carry your portfolio. I'm the CEO. CEO of what? He said, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. You, launch down. You, launch the net. The net is the information you have. The net is your capability. The net is your ability. The net is your wisdom. The net is your skill. The net is your ability. If you make your skill available, if you make your wisdom available, then the money you are expecting will come to you. Anytime your skill comes to play, people will look for you because the world is looking for people who will solve their problem and who will not give them problem. Anywhere you go, if you can solve people's problem, people will come after you and you eat from the problem you solve. David was taken into the palace. Not because there was an anointing only on his head. But because he has mastered out through the stone to kill the lion and the bear. So when he was put to the test, he was able to finish a Goliath. Can you imagine if he has not learned how to use the stone and the sling? Can you imagine what would have happened? Goliath would have killed him. Sometimes it's important for us to check our attitude and our character. Some of us, we are not going anywhere because of our attitude. Can you imagine if God told, Jesus told them, launch out into the deep, and Simon said, Charlie, forget it. We, we are here before you came. We day before you came. We are the chief fishermen in the area. We know how to go to sea. You, you came only to preach. You are not telling me we should launch out into them. Like I'm preaching to you. Somebody will say, that, Pastor, what does he know? It's only Bible that they preach. Try us. Anybody God calls, he trains you. You can be a doctor. You can be a lawyer. You can be a businessman. You can be anything. Because he has to make you jack of all traders. This one, not master of none, master of something. Amen. I was in the United States. I was preaching to them. And I was using their own environment experience and I was explaining. They opened their mouth. They are looking at me. I said, you are looking at me. You thought I came from African bush. <laughs> and I don't know anything. It's important to be relevant with the trend and the season. And cause your audience to know that you know what they know. And be able to help them. Listen, let me tell you something. Sometimes we make God fail in whatever he's doing. He creates opportunity for most of us but we blew it. A guy went to the United Kingdom and he left here. He was working at a place. He did journalism. He worked with some newspapers and then went into a, 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 a Christian university and he learned networking in addition to his life and everything. Went into the United States, uh, United Kingdom. He didn't get a job. The first job he landed in was a security job. Those of you have traveled, you understand what I'm talking about. So he was doing his security job and going about and all those things. Then he was in the train one day and then he received a call. No, no, somebody has gone to recommend him that he can do networking and he's good. And so there is a university that is being set up. A high school that is being set up and they needed somebody to be the one to manage that area. Then they called him and they were talking to him. He didn't know he was even having an interview on the phone. But he spoke very well and, and finished. When he finished, the man said, see me in my office. When he got there, he said, okay, I called you because of a job and I spoke to you and all that. I, this is the first part of the interview. And the guy was shocked. And he said, okay, you said you did networking. These are computers. Network them for me. And let me see. In the split of two seconds, the guy networked everything. He said, you got yourself a job. He was a believer. He prepared himself by launching out into the deep. How prepared are you? Somebody, how prepared are you?
very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you.